right, man. How you doing? Good, good. Guys, welcome to the Failed Podcast. I hope today's episode is enjoyable. We're trying something a little bit different. I had got like a new uh, microphone set up right here. Bam, he's mic'd up right there. So we're going to kind of do, you know, moving podcasts. We're going to be able to do them wherever the time calls for it, man. No matter if someone's driving or we're just having a cup of coffee, we're just going to make it happen. And oh, so yeah. today I'm sitting with my friend Chris. What up? Chris, how you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Thank you for joining us today on the Field Podcast. No problem, no problem. Introduce yourself, like kind of give us your name, where you grew up, a little bit about your family, and then we'll jump into, into some things that me and you have talked about that I feel that I can just dig a little deeper and we can get some like some substance that can really help some people understand and deal with like failures and challenges in life okay so go ahead tell me a little bit about yourself uh well full name i don't know if you want government and, name, and but... i know government whatever man <laughs> well no chris bowman that's why i usually go by uh grew up mostly in uh, east texas athens uh and uh moved to dallas back in the 80s and uh i mean had some challenges yeah. growing up you know like i think everybody has you know for sure man <laughs> So, like, growing up in Athens and coming here, were you were you young when you came here? Uh, yeah. Um, <coughs> I'm not going to lie. I can't really, really remember. Um, I'll say, like, you know, what age I actually was. Yeah. But I know I was, like, you know, five, six, seven, somewhere in there. Uh, I remember we moved to Dallas and had a one-bedroom apartment, you know, with my, my family. And, How many are in your family? Uh <laughs> My dad was kind of like, you know, in and out, yeah, yeah. Uh, mostly out. But uh, it was my four sisters and I, and then my grandmother and my mother. In a one bedroom. Yeah. And you remember that. Yeah. Now, that's interesting. We're going to jump into some other things. But so many people, when they share their stories, and I'm talking about like people who are making billions and they're all successful, they always mention Oh, we were in a one bedroom and this and that, but they don't never go deep in that. But you kind of can recall it, right? Looking back, what do you? What did it do to you? Like, what were you? If you can recall, what were you thinking back then? But even today, looking back, how do you? How do you analyze that situation for you, or for people that are in it right now? Because people don't realize that says a lot about where your mom was, how y'all were living. And that just like one bedroom apartment with that many people, there's a lot of challenges, man. Well, yes, um, there was a lot of challenges. I'm not gonna lie, my mother did a fantastic job with all of us. Yeah, no hate yeah. on Chris's mom. <laughs> we're just digging in, man, nothing but love, for real, nothing, yeah. nothing but love. Yeah. I'm just wondering, there's people that walk around with shame Oh yeah. When that's yeah. in their past. Yeah. But the Chris that I know, dude, you're solid. Like I love your character. You've been a great friend. I appreciate it. And I know and the, to to think that's where you came from. A lot of people are angry. You know what I mean? Because they're like, yeah. man, the world has blah, blah, blah. but I don't get that from you. So what was it like? And then kind of and then take me out of that to where you you know, as you as you were growing up. Well, um, like I said, you know, when we first moved up here from East Texas, my family really didn't have a lot. Yeah. We didn't really come from a lot, but um, 
you know, we, we may do. Um, a lot of people in East Texas, they always, you know, have the woe is me attitude. Mm. And I uh, thank God, like I said, for my mom, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't take a back seat and say like, this is what I'm going to accept. Yeah. She was like, I'm gonna fight for, you know, my kids, she fought for, you know, she fought for my dad. And, you know, it was some stories that <laughs> shouldn't be told, but mm -hmm. you know, we might, might get into them, mm -hmm. might not. But, um, you know, she did a fantastic job with us and took us away from, you know, uh, my grandmother's house in East Texas yeah. to, you know, starting her own life with her own family and stuff like that. And then, you know, my dad, uh, he used to play for the Browns or uh, the practice squad, not actually play for him. But yeah, yeah, that's still squad. pretty cool. Yeah. But you know, like I said, he being him who he is, he pretty much was like, you know, I could do better than this. And he kind of mm. just kind of like, you know, left. And yeah. that was it. And next time I heard from him, he was like driving trucks. So I guess he didn't make it, but it is what it is, you know. Now, what are some of the characteristics that you remember from your mom back uh, then as far as how she would be after a long day and how she would handle all of y'all in the middle of her stress? What was the mom that you got to know? Uh, the mom that I got to know was a loving, caring, very motivated, very hardworking. Um, I mean, honestly, she's like Mother Teresa, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and I know a lot of people may say that about their mother, but I say I, that about my husband. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like I mean, that's I, that's yeah, I, a huge compliment. Yeah. If you look at Mother Teresa, you know, people are going to look at it and be like, come on, Chris, you're exaggerating. No, no, but no. let me let me let me simplify it for the audience. Yeah. Mother Teresa was selfless. Yeah. Everything else that you read about, it's all great. But she was at the at the core of who she was. She was selfless. Yeah. Is that how you saw your mom? And what were some other uh, favorite qualities that your mom had? Uh, yes, I definitely saw my mom like that. Um, it's three things that she instilled in me and my four sisters. She would always tell us uh, to put God first, mm -hmm. other second, and you last. And I lived my life by that. You know, um, I always had like, you know, a fixation about the number three. I know everybody else was like, oh, you know, that's a basketball number or whatever. And it's like, yeah. no, nah, it was different for me because number three was reminding me of what my mom taught me. You know, and you knew you were third. And yeah, I, I, I'm always third, yeah. you know, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, I know everybody who makes it or whatever, they go, oh, you got to be selfish. You got to you got to do this. You, mm. you know, step on a few people. You got to have stairs to get higher in life. And it's like, not really. You know, what about flying? You got you just got to build. You got to grow your own wings to fly. So you're OK with putting yourself last. Yeah. Even yeah. though the world is, like you said, totally against that, man. Selfishness gets to the front of the line. You want like major success you gotta be first you gotta be selfish well, right even as as true as that is i know that you have so many good qualities with your work ethic with your side hustles that your path is leading to success and yet i i've never seen a, a selfish chris even whenever i'm like stressed and i'm like oh my god you you hang in there and like and your positivity and your good attitude kind of helps me man you know what i mean like even handle tough situation so being third putting yourself last your mom instilled that in you yeah how does it show up 
in your life as, as you're like going to middle school and high school and then we'll get to closer to today later but when as you're growing up how would that show up well um in elementary i do have uh like a few friends that i met in elementary and that, that i do remember to this day i can't remember all my teachers because it was elementary you know yeah a long, long time, time ago. ago long long time ago <laughs> yeah. uh but honestly you know miss chambers um she was like my home homeroom teacher yeah i believe and then it was one other teacher i'm sorry i can't remember her name that's okay, it's okay. um but you know uh they would always pick me to do like help out with the class they would always you know choose me yeah you know out of you know there's 20 people in this class why would you i i thought it was picking on me but yeah. they would be like no you're, you're like you're that's like you're willing to for it yeah yeah. And they seemed like, you know, how I would help people uh, on, like, tests and stuff like that. And they would always be like, oh, no, you're cheating. And it was like, well, I didn't know I was cheating, you know, but I was helping someone. You know, like, they were stuck. And, oh, you know, I, the girl God, next to me, yeah. she would be crying because she's not getting what, you know, on the paper. Yeah. She's not understanding it. And I'll lean over and be like. So, so in know, essence, you were helping her cheat. But you were doing it from a good place. Yeah. Because you, yeah. you weren't like, let's cheat. You're like, yeah. she's crying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I kind of, I can help her. I know the answer. I know the yeah. strategy. Yeah. Let me help her. That's it. I and, love that. And I was that never. That show that, that I am third. Yeah. I, I was never telling them like the actual answer. I was actually telling them how to do the problem. Yeah. And, you know, once my teacher, Miss Chambers, actually uh, seen what I was doing and she seen me helping other students in the class. Uh, we had one one dude in the class that I, I don't like I don't judge anybody's past, but, you know, there's always like that one, you know, everybody goes, oh, that's that one, you know, oh, my God, here he comes, you know, that that person. And I never seen anybody like that. I never looked at anybody like, oh, my God, here he comes. It like was he was like, a knucklehead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like whenever he was in class, uh, there was a few times where he was like asked to go to the restroom. And they, she, Miss Chambers knew that he was like messing around in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. whatever. But she wouldn't let him go. Like sometimes, and he would like go pee on a plant in the in the classroom. Oh my. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I'd be friends with the dude, and I'm like, dude, like, you know, why would you act like that, or why would you, you know? Yeah, yeah. And trying to get to the basis of it, just being a friend. And then he took me like to his house, and I understood, you know, like. Everybody doesn't have the same upbringing. You know, everybody doesn't have the same opportunities. Yeah. Everybody doesn't get, you know, the, the silver spoon. So he had a tough he home a, life. A tough home life. You uh, know, I, and this is, a, this is a side point from what we're doing, but we all need a friend. Yeah. Like, and I know if you're watching, if you're young, you probably see the dude that's maybe his clothes is a little bit dirty. Maybe his, his language is a little bit rough. And, and you're like, heck, no, I don't want to be his friend. But so, sometimes that one friend is really what can help you from one day to the next. And I imagine this kid, boy, nobody wanted to be his friend because they wouldn't get tied up in, in any of his mess. I mean, he had, he had like a few friends, yeah. but it was like the trouble click. Yeah, know? yeah. Got it, got it. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to say like I'm some savior or whatever, mm -hmm. but like I said, by me putting myself last and actually befriending him and, and you know helping him out i would give him like you know uh some of my like lunch you know yeah. whatever when he didn't he didn't have anything yeah or you know it, it's I, like i said everybody has their story and this is mine um i just to me i feel like i've been ridiculed a, a lot of times because of the way that i was brought up you know i was always 
um, I was always that person that was like, like, I, I know how to make it. I know how to make money. I know how to get yeah. something. Like if I had shoes on my feet, I know how to get another pair of shoes. Yeah, yeah. This person probably doesn't. Here's Got my it. shoes. Here, I'll give it to you. Yeah. I don't care. My shirt off my back. Here, I can go get another shirt. Yeah. It's easy. You know, it's easy to make money. Um, but I like personally. I I I mean I, I'm going back to what my mom taught me. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't see what other people are going through. It's pretty much like you turning a blind eye to what God has put out there for you. Yeah. You know, everybody has to go through trials and tribulations because yeah, yeah. if you don't go through those trials and tribulations, how do you know what good looks like? You know? Yeah. Today I was know what bad today I heard know. I was talking to you about Shia LaBeouf's interview and he mm -hmm. said pain draws the picture. Yeah. And in essence, like the stuff we that hurts us, that challenges us. That's what's used to, to mold us to who we are. Exactly, exactly. And so you have this friend, you start seeing the benefits of just being a good guy, right? Yeah. Like being third. Yeah. But here, here we go. Here's the kicker. There's also a negative. There's a challenge to that, to being second, not being selfish, not being driven like the way society's being driven. Mm -hmm. Jump ahead to high school and tell me some, maybe, was there challenges behind that mentality? Uh, yeah. In high school, I wasn't, I wasn't like the popular kid. Um, my sister, when I first got to high school, my sister was a senior mm -hmm. and, uh, she would, she would look out for me a lot. Um, and honestly, uh, I'm not gonna lie, you know, I, I wasn't trying to be the popular kid. Yeah. If you talk to anybody that knows me back in high school, they'll be like, you know, he was always to himself. You know, mm. if, if if uh, anybody would like come and talk to me, yeah, I'll talk to him. I'm, I'm a very social person. Yeah. But uh, I think my my character is very introvert. Uh, I find uh, solace in being by myself. You yeah. know, like I, I like to recharge by myself. Yeah. You know? um, uh, going through life, and if you're always like like I said, I'm putting myself last. If I'm always helping someone else and never getting help from anybody else. How do that, I recharge? Yeah, you know? that could be draining. Exactly. Like I would, I would have got tired of it, dude. <laughs> yeah. But you, you know, you're still saying it today. Yeah. So there's something that's benefited you from that characteristic. Tell me some of the challenges and failures that you went through as you're coming out of high school and you're becoming a young adult. Uh, that kind of helped mold you to who you are today. Well, I'll say challenging thing was. Um, I was a very, like, I mean, I, I was an honor roll student, but I did have my, my downfalls. I didn't really like to be alone. Yeah. Uh, and that had a very negative impact on me a lot. Um, but alone in what sense? Uh, alone in the sense that, like, I could make friends, but, like, you know how you get in your head sometimes, like, man, are they really my friends or, like, are they or they just using my energy or, you know, just using me for what they want. Uh, and since my mom was like always working, she did tell me, you know, a lot of things and teach me a lot of things, but a lot of things came from like, you know, experience. You had to figure so it out. I had to figure it out. I had to like, you know, I, I put myself in situations where, you know, I got in trouble. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. I thought these were, you know, good dudes. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, after that, it was like, uh, they wouldn't, 
but I had to learn that. You know, my mom didn't be like, hey, this, you know, she didn't say, hey, look at him. Yeah. He's a, he's a good dude. You know, look at her. She's a good person, you know. Well, I had to learn that on my own. And uh, since I had to learn it on my own, you know, I got, I got caught up. And, um, you know, I went to jail a few times. Um, but I'll, I don't really dwell on that. You know, it was a learning experience. Did you learn from it? Oh, yes. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So tell me what your mentality was. You said a few times. What was your mentality going in? Right? Because I think of the movies. Yeah. And then the movies, they're like, man, whatever, man. I'm the man. Yeah. But it takes a toll on you. It does. And so when you come out, Anybody some, some guys are worse or some guys come out better. <laughs> Anybody that says that it doesn't take a toll on them is lying. Yeah, they're, boy. They're, they're, they're putting up a shield. Got it, got pretty it. Pretty much. Um, so I'll, tell me how you went in. Uh, well. And how you, the, and I'm not trying to like glorify, but some of the things you learn from it. Yeah. As well, because that's a challenge that's supposed to, for a lot of people, it sets them back. Yeah. And then they never recover. And it's a lifelong of in and out of jail, making bad decisions because of the circles they hang out with. But I, again, you know, I, I mentioned it earlier, man, like, you're a good dude. Like, you're my man. You know what I mean? Chris yeah. is my man. And so you didn't get stuck there. No. And so I, I want to I know that so that if someone's listening, they don't, they don't feel like they don't have another avenue. Oh, no. You always have a, another avenue. Um, like I said, I went in because I was hanging around the wrong people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for, if, you, if you learn anything from this is to, like, judge people by their character not by the way they look by mm. their character see put them in situations to see what they do like yeah, yeah. you know if uh say you go to the store and and you see the person that you with you know put some chips or like a drink or something in his bag mm. yeah right there should tell you like if nobody's watching but what if he says like but it's for the us, bro. Nah, still man, don't yeah, care. That don't count. Not, no nah, sharing. Nah, nah. <laughs> no sharing. <laughs> and that's that's pretty much how you go to jail. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like you know, guilty by association. Yeah. You know, and it's it's that's the thing. If if they ha don't have your best interests at heart, then they don't care about you when you go in. Yeah. Those those people who got you in trouble, they're not going to be there whenever you go into jail. Yeah. And, See, you know, big Tom, 250 pounds, mm -hmm. you know, ready to whoop anybody because his life's been hard all his life. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They're not going to be there, you know. And and even so, you know, it's to me, I learned the lesson because I was like, well, I'm, I'm hungry in jail. You know, I'm depending on my family to put, you know, money on my books and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're, we're the homeboys that said they got me, you know, whenever mm. we were out there. You know, it's like, like it makes you say, like, who's around at your worst? Exactly. Right. And, exactly. And, and unless you've been there, you'll learn it's very few people. Exactly. You know what I mean? So tell me some of the things that you that you feel that you lost because of those times that you were in and, in and out of jail well, and what you've done to kind of regain it. Right. To have yeah. like confidence in yourself again. Well, not I'll, now, but back, you know, back yeah. in the day. Uh, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Um, and I, I have to give the credit to, uh, my aunt and my uncle. They were, uh, staples in my life as well. Nice. Uh, they instilled a lot of confidence in me. That's why I kind of stayed for myself, you know, growing up. Um, I did have friends, like I said, but I kind of lost them growing up because people don't learn. Some people don't learn. Um, but, uh, I did learn, uh, 
my setbacks were that I had, I want to say, five to six great job opportunities. Yeah. But me being... Having a record. You know, having a record and me being who I am. Yeah. Uh, kind of pushed me out of that those positions, mm. you know. Cause that challenge. Like, you know, yeah. That, that messes with somebody. I mean, I it, mean, it messes with a lot of people. I mean, it makes you people. mad. Yeah, it does. It makes you mad at... Uh, Per se, because, per se, at the man, it makes yeah. you mad at the man, but the man was you yeah. that made the bad decision. Bad decision yeah. And so, where, but when did you say I'm going to take ownership over this? Because a lot of people don't; they just blame. Well, and that's the thing. Like I feel like whenever I went, when I actually was going through my situation, mm -hmm. and I went into court and stood before the judge and all that stuff, I actually made the conscious effort, and I'm like, look, man, like I'm on, I'm only 18. 19, I'll be 19, you know, next year. And, wow. Wow. and, you know, I'm still young. I made, yeah, everybody makes, you know, deci uh, bad decisions. Yeah. Learn from, you know, some people have a dad in, in the home to, to teach them, like, hey, that's not who you want to hang around. That's, you know, this is what you want to do. Oh, you, know, it, you know, I didn't have that. Um, I, I had examples every now and again of that, but it's like having a father in the house is, is, yeah, like having a constant a is constant, different than, uh, yeah, than every you know, now, lessons yeah. every now and then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and like I said, man, I had a lot of opportunities that I, I do, I don't regret, but if I had, if I could have actually followed through with those, yeah, man, like I would have been so, been so much better train. off. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah. and I feel like my life would have been a whole lot different. Uh, I don't blame anybody. I like I said, it was my decision. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I, I, if I could do some things differently, I probably would have never went to jail. Yeah, you know, I, I would have never got that on my record. I would have never, you know, um, I would have treated all police with much, utmost respect. You know, yeah. or whatever. Uh, but even even with me treating police with respect, because my mom taught me that too. You know, it's it, police are people too. You know, and sometimes they have bad days. And if you catch a cop on a bad day, look out. You know, yeah. so that's just what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. But I've had a bad day when we've worked together, and you didn't slap me, bro. And you could have. <laughs> I just get frustrated. Yeah. So that's a good lesson for people, man. Like as you're living and doing life in society, man, people have bad days. Don't let that turn into your oh, worst yeah, day, man. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so, exactly. okay, so that's happening. You're young. How much time do you lose, if you don't mind me asking? Five, six, seven years? Ten. Ten years. Ten years. That's a lot of years, man. Tell me some of the most valuable lessons that you learned. And then let's jump ahead to some of the challenges. And I use the word failure not to demean anyone. Yeah. It's just so that people understand the con that we all have challenges and failures in life. And those that learn grow and keep yeah. going. And and I'm I know that you have grown and kept going. So when people watch this, I don't want them to think like, man, Sam's so mean to Chris. <laughs> he keeps calling him a failure. I'm not, bro. Like no, so I'm I'm uh, So tell me a little bit after those ten years, your whole life idea of being last and, and God first. How does all of that start clicking in when you come out? Because now it's a different man that's coming out. Yeah. So fast forward, you know. 10 years after all of that because um, they told me like you know it, it takes it, it takes a short amount of time for you to get in trouble but it takes a lifetime to get mm. out of trouble you know and it, it, it sucks because it's true yeah you know? um, 
And with me coming out of like, you know, not being able to get work where I want, uh, not being able to like make friends with who I want to make friends with. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, basically people kind of shunning me. And then, you know, I, I, I basically was like, you know, I leaned on what my mom said, you know, put, put God first, other seconds and me last. And me praying every day for, you know, I mean, my family's always been in the church. Yeah. But like, I guess whenever I was going through my little spat of like disobedience, that's what I call it, disobedience, failure, whatever, you know, um, I had to understand that God was letting me make mistakes mm. to show me that he had a different plan for me. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not gonna be this super religious person because I'm not. Oh, I thought you know, I was about to, I thought you were about to pick up offering. <laughs> but you know, but I feel you. It, you know, it, whenever God has something for you, He'll put you through the worst. Mm. He'll put you through the worst. Yeah. And then show you, like, okay, now look, you know, this is what you should appreciate. Yeah. You know, and now that I got, you know, I bought a house. I, you know, I got three kids. I got a loving wife. You know, I was able to go on plenty of vacations. I got, I'm a contractor now, and I, you know, I, I, I go into like all these prestigious homes, mm -hmm. uh, millionaires, billionaires. I talked to plenty by, of like. By the way, like you jumped ahead of me. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's this crazy thing, and hopefully it launches and and it becomes this amazing thing that everyone will know about. But he. It's like, what's that show, Antique Roadshow? Yeah. And yeah, the yeah. other show where they drive in that van, they look for stuff. Uh, what's that I, one called? With those two remember. guys? I know. Y'all know what you're talking yeah. talk about. Well, they find stuff and then they're like, I paid 50 cents and I sold it for $5,000. It's real. That's it's what he real. does, man. And so keep keep an eye out on my social because as soon as he, he brings some cool stories, I want to put him out there. But he's found stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, for five dollars and sold it for five six thousand dollars like that's kind of like his hidden thing like he you know he has his job he does his thing but that's the cool part so i love that about you man and hopefully i want to encourage you to continue doing oh, yeah. that cause i think that people will find that very interesting oh yeah, oh yeah okay so 10 years you come out dude how do you how does here's the, the challenge of, of life is whenever society pushes you out and you don't feel like you're welcome in a Anywhere. store, in a place, in a Anywhere. job. And that's hard, bro. It's hard. Okay. So those people, you know, I grew up in the hood and I understand what those people look like, how they behave. They stay in their circle. They don't go out. Their friends stay the same. They don't explore. They don't go to museums and whatever. Don't okay? leave the country. Don't, don't leave do, the country. You know, how did that, how did you handle that, that challenge? Because right now I see a Chris, you're well-spoken. We got a lot of, we share a lot of friends. Our clients, you know, they're very professional clients. They respect us the same because they like both of us. So how did you overcome that? Dude, that would have made me bitter, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, because I would have been mad. I would have been like, nah, well, this, these kind of individuals suck. And so do they <laughs> because they look at me. And, and, you know, you can live like that, but that yeah. don't get you nowhere. It, it and, I, and I see you and I, you're to me, you're open. Yeah. yeah how yeah. did you get there from from? people putting that on you well and like you said man whenever everybody kind of like forces you out and you're kind of outside the circle uh it's hard and you know oh, yeah. uh, full disclosure men cry you know, you know huh I, I, what <laughs> i didn't hear that <laughs> tell me a little bit about that well you know I, 
men cry. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I, I I cried a few times. You know, it's like man, like you know, I had a I had a chance to have a six figure job, man. It's like everybody's yeah, everybody's like goal. You know, everybody's like man, I need a six figure job. I want to make a lot of money. I want to do this, and it's like it. Money doesn't really bring happiness. You mm. know, it, it's, it should bring more bills. It, it brings more bills. <laughs> um, but you know, being outside of society like that for so many years and going in and out of court trying to like clean my record up and, yeah. and talk to the judges and they all look at you like, you know, you're, you're just way. another you're just another number, you know. And, and Do you remember your number? <laughs> no. <Good. laughs> but you know, like I said, man, it, it I, I didn't let it hinder me yeah uh i met some amazing people throughout my journey uh that kept me in the right mind frame and it takes sometimes it takes others that go like hey man it's gonna be okay yeah you know and uh just having like like i said you uh, toby uh greg you know uh my wife you know my mother everybody just you know just telling me hey keep going keep going you know yeah. it, it's gonna be a hard road Nobody has it easy. Uh, some people, but you know, we're not going to bring those people up. <laughs> but um, it's probably you <laughs> who they're talking about. So just you know, whatever, man. If it hits, it hits. It's meant to teach you something, man. Yeah, it ain't it all fun. Yeah. Life, but it's, life is actually supposed to teach you something. It ain't supposed to be all uh, roses and yeah, and, man. Uh, you know, uh, the silver spoon and what everybody talks about. Okay, let's um, let's jump ahead to a little closer to now okay okay you've had some you know some recent things happen in your life we won't dig in deep on them but some challenges that have uh, affected your whole family i'm gonna just throw lob it out there like that and let you introduce it if you want if not we'll just move on um yeah uh and i know yeah, i just lost my with all due respect i'm yeah, obviously i'm asking yeah, but i feel yeah. That it could be uh, valuable to someone. Well, uh, he, my brother, basically, uh, like a brother to me, um, he uh, passed away in a car crash. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's kind of rough. Not too lose, long. Not too long. Like, ago. Yeah. like right now, from here back, how long ago did it happen? Uh, two week, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. So, guys, I'm yeah. not trying to be insensitive to Chris's family. I asked them. We talked off camera and yeah. he said, yeah, Sam is cool. And if at any point he wants to change the subject, we will. Yeah. But sometimes, and thank you for coming on the felt podcast and sharing. Yeah. When we're in something, that's the time when we close off so much. And then we go off on our own little, that's when you can really lose your mind yeah. in other words. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's kind of like therapeutic to share and to talk about it. And so thank you for, for at least, having a little conversation about it. So it ha so your brother passed away. How has that challenge kind of either made you see stuff in new lights or made you readjust? What what has it caused you to, to uh, change or do? Definitely readjust uh, because it, it affected my family, you know, pretty severely. Yeah. You know? uh, especially with him being married and just had his baby who's only a month old now. Oh, man. Um, you know, it's, it, it's it hard. sucks, man. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it really does. Um, I know a lot of people lose, you know, loved ones. And yeah. I want to say it gets easier with time. A lot of people, it gets easier with time. Don't forget them. But 
I honestly was listening to another podcast. I don't, I don't know the name of the dude, but he was talking about um, loss as well. Mm. And he was saying, uh, he asked the question, uh, who are you crying for? Got it. He said, because they don't know you're crying, the people who, who died. They oh, that's true. Crying. That's true. Uh, so who are you crying for? You know, the people around you, They, I mean, do they want you to cry for them? I don't think so, you know. So basically, when you cry for somebody who's, who, who you've lost, you're basically crying for yourself, hmm. you know, because you lost a piece of you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I took that to heart, and I, I did, and I, I understand, like, it... I'm not telling anybody they can't cry because they lost someone. Uh, but whenever you do lose someone, don't get lost in the crying and the, um, the mm. um, almost depression because yeah, you know, yeah, it, it gets. It you gets always pretty, run the risk yeah, of, of going risk. into a dark place. Yeah, and it, if you get lost in there, you know sometimes you know people, you know don't come back. You know some people you know get lost in their thoughts, and some people get lost in. You know, like, man, am I next? You know, and it's like, you know, you still got to live your life. You still, and even if they're they're, uh, gone, it's not to say that their energy isn't still here, you know, and they want you to be happy. Yeah. You know, if they were alive today, would they they like you crying right next to them? Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so. Well, my brother wouldn't. Yeah. You know, he would would do anything in his power to make me happy, you know. So, you know, I had my time to cry, but... I came out of it and I was like, you know, he would want me to, you know, live my life. He would want me to keep going. He would want me to be uh, happy. He would want me to be successful, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, I look at I look at my relationships now a little differently because everybody knows, you know, life isn't promised tomorrow. Yeah. You know, everybody knows it. So I take things like this, like this interview. I'm in the moment. You know, I, I love it. I love who I'm around. You know, you're one of my closest friends. Um, I have other close friends and I call them up, you know, when I lost my brother, it's like, hey, man, I haven't talked to you in a long time. I just Mm. want to check on you, you know? Yeah. And, you know, know, telling my buddies, hey, man, I love you, you know, and hang up. But a lot of men don't say that. You know, a lot of men, I'm I'm a man. I'm not going to tell yeah, I love them, you know, but yeah, guys are too tough. Yeah. And they they don't want to, like, they're down to get into depression yeah but they're not down to kind of cry and yeah, open up yeah, open and up. share with someone and it's like they both have side effects man yeah. i might as well lean yeah. on the one that draws you to people exactly. and recovery exactly yeah and you know into like you know now um i put a lot of my focus into you know growing a business and you know trying to build a business with you know people who want to talk about positivity yeah, and yeah not negativity um I, I a lot of people who call me and 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 try to talk about like oh you know what's not doing this now or whatever like man it's like uh, like good for them you know or you know why are you talking about like their their failures right now they're, they're trying to figure it out like we are you know everybody's trying to figure this life thing out yeah and it's it's not easy for everybody you know um but Honestly, and I, I love where I'm at now. Uh, I'm, I can get better every day. And my, my challenge for myself every day is to be better than who I was yesterday. Love um, it. And a lot of that comes from, you know, challenges, you know. I'm and, not checking my Instagram. I had some questions that I was going to ask him, and I can't 
I can't find them. So anyways. <laughs> okay. So but, let me, you know, you, you're married, you have some kids, yeah. you got a home, you know, you're doing good. You have some amazing business uh, prospects in, in the making. I'm rooting for Chris, man. Tell me to finish up. I'd like to ask a few questions. One yeah, is yeah, yeah. when you hear the word failure, how do you define it or what does it make you think? Uh, failure to me is opportunity. Um, if, if you look at a situation and you go, oh, I failed, then you didn't learn. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, whenever somebody says failure, you need to hear it as, uh, say it like this. Whenever you hear somebody say, oh, somebody's failing, you're like, no, they're being challenged. You know, or no, like that's it. their opportunity. Because a lot of people who invented a lot of the things that we use today, mm -hmm. they were actually trying to get to another point. Yeah. Like the person who invented tape, the person who invented glue. Mm -hmm. They were actually trying to invent something else. And they yeah. failed, but they actually had an op they made an opportunity out of failure. Absolutely. You know? And you can look at a few episodes right underneath this one. Mm -hmm. And I literally touch on like... Um, on sticky notes mm -hmm. on the slinky yeah to prove that concept yeah so, okay con continue failure um but like i said uh i don't look at failure as being like an end-all be-all yeah uh I failure like basically is a way um of saying like hey it didn't work this way yeah but we can have another avenue you know so uh like my father-in-law always says there's more than one way to skin a cat so if you if but don't you, go figure that out no yeah not like that i'm joking <laughs> i wonder where that saying came from i don't know you know I'm, it's more ways he's old so there's more know, than one way to no, butcher a no, cow no no okay, that was a little you know <laughs> fifa or yeah. what the soccer no no the what's the, the animal thing peter not fifa come after us we, we love cats <laughs> yeah we love cats yeah. uh, and, and soccer <laughs> sorry so it's not meant to just <laughs> But, you know, like I said, um, failure is always opportunity mm -hmm. just presented in a different way. Yeah. Um, you have to look at it every day as an opportunity to be better or to do more. Um, if you woke up, that's an opportunity. Give it a go again. Give it a go. You know? Um, yeah. And to me, just keep going, man. It's, it's not, you know, one foot in front of the other. Because yeah. you can't get anywhere if you don't. Uh, doubt kills uh, more opportunity than, you know. It fell. Fell, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you don't yeah. even try. You don't even try. Tell me, someone's failing right now. Like they literally failed yesterday. They either lost a bunch of money. They lost something. They, whatever. They, how do you deal? Plan B. With, yeah, <laughs> failure in the moment. When it's at its worst, how? What's some advice that you can give someone? And I ask that because your brother just passed away about three weeks ago, so it's very fresh. What's something that's worked for you during that challenge that I know can help someone if they're in a literally fresh in a challenge right now? Um, if you're going through a challenge right now, uh, first before anything else, pray. Uh, ask God, you know, to, to guide your mind, your heart, your spirit, um, and and look for the positive. And I know, I know, like the challenges 
and the the opportunities are there presently you know just like my when my brother passed um and it's hard you know it's like when it happens because it's like the whole world kind of just closed mm. like you know and, a little smaller yeah and it to me you know it's like the sun went out mm. you know like it's just yeah. no more life you know and it, it sucks at that at that point uh, as time goes on and you'll see you know if it if you woke up the next day and you are continuing to live man like make it a good day choose choose positivity choose to to help someone that person may you know be looking to like you know make a business partner you may yeah. you know have an opportunity when you meet that person you know when you go to a coffee shop you know and they yeah. and the person behind the counter is having a bad day and they mm. slide your cup to you the wrong way you, you know you look up at them and you go your first reaction is hey man why you do you know yeah, yeah. don't think about it first think before you act think before you speak yeah when you're in you know, it when you're in it you know and that person is having a bad day you're like hey man like uh, I hope your day turns better. You know, it yeah. gets better. You know, I'm sorry if whatever you're going through, you know, and they may, it may make them go, you know, you know I could have handled that differently. It's true. Uh, you know, that dude is a good dude. You know, I slid his cup to him. They almost wasted, you know, almost got all his yeah. food, you know. Um, uh, like I said, man, I, I chose positivity. Um, I chose life. I chose to live. I chose to take the day carpe diem you know seize the day Uh, and you know talking to my wife a lot and she is a very positive person um uh, i got a book recently Uh, it's like uh quotes for the day basically like inspirational thoughts you know i read i read that a lot uh, because like i said man when you're going through challenges uh a lot of people don't understand a lot of people don't know a lot of people don't don't care yeah um, but it takes one or two actually to go to care, you know, yeah. you know just change by somebody and you see them like, you know, with their head down and, you know, it's like, man, maybe they're having a rough day. Pat them yeah. on the back. Just say, Hey man, keep going. You know, you got it. Keep going. Yeah. That little positive energy could kick off, you know, yeah, a whole set of events, you know, and, uh, change your life, you know? I love it, man. Yeah. Well, Chris, thank you so much, man, for coming on the Failed Podcast and sharing no problem, no problem. sharing a little about about your life and what you're going through, what you went through, and what you're going through now. I hope this helps. Man. Yeah, man. Helps. And I hope y'all enjoyed it. Yeah. I hope um, you do. And thank y'all for tuning in. And I hope that you learned something. And you know how you know what I always say, man. That might I don't know how the sound is or the video is. It's the first time I do it in this format. Yeah. But no matter if it's like, if you're like, man, Sam, you suck. You know, I never quit. And I'll be back. So I'll see you on the next one. See you on the next one.